You're listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ursta, where we navigate the messy middle of building a business and all the work that goes into designing a life you love. Melanie Mitro built a seven-figure network marketing empire while working at the kitchen table, raising her boys and trying not to lose her mind. Melanie loves chatting all things marketing, time management, and leadership development. Katie created the foundation of her seven-figure business while teaching full-time, battling cancer, raising her boys and avoiding all things laundry. Katie's got you covered with social media storytelling and impact-driven income. We're building a business right alongside you, giving you the inside scoop to the reality of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the really, really messy middle. We're not letting you build your business alone. Pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's make chic happen. Now, here's your hosts, Melanie and Katie. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Make Chic Happen podcast. We have already had quite a morning. Oh my gosh, we sure have. <laughs> we were laughing. We went back to the old TV show. Don't I don't I think this don't get eliminated or something. And we were just dying. We were laughing so hard. And then Melanie gets a phone call. If you are a mom, you totally get this. She gets a phone call from the doctor's office, and she has been how long? Oh my God, three years. I'm actually, I was super embarrassed. I bet my <laughs> face turned every shade of red. And the pediatrician's <laughs> office was like, you haven't been here for a wellness visit for Bryce in three years. Since <laughs> he was four and he is seven or eight. He's eight. And so her face turned white whenever, because I could hear the nurse on the other end. Yeah. And I just looked at her. We just started giggling because that's so life. I mean, we could be nailing it in the business area yeah. and then. Just not so much in the life area. But so honestly, we've been like he's had his tonsils, his adenoids. We've had major surgery. It's yeah. like we. It's not like we haven't been to the doctor. I just sometimes. Feel, anyways, I felt. I actually said to the nurse, "I feel like the worst mom of life." Like I just said that. Oh, so. but you guys, we have a great podcast set for you today. We, we are so excited. We are going to be welcoming today a, another mom who is probably laughing right along <laughs> with us because she gets it. Uh, we have Sarah Williams on the call, and we're so excited today to have her join our podcast. Sarah is a wife and a mom of two. She lives in Hazlitt. I think it's Hazlitt, New Jersey, with her husband and her two kids. Uh, she actually left a career, so she was very business-minded before she entered the mommyhood world uh, in luxury sales and jewelry design. So she discovered, though, and maybe this has happened to you, and I'm sure that women on the call, you probably connect to this. When Once you go home and you're with the kids all the time, there's that yearning for, mm -hmm. for something a little bit more and that, that need to do something for me. And Sarah's going to be talking about that a little bit today. But what I love and what I've already learned so much about her is she took her knowledge of the business that she had and the background that she had in her new role as mom and created an amazing online community called Moms of Business. And she loves doing live events as well. You can hear it, her energy, her passion, her excitement for just the business world, but also just 
it's just talking to other moms and being around other business owners. And so her ability to embrace and empower others is a special gift that she has mastered and is now an integral part of that community. She is the founder and owner of Sarah's Strategies that has specializes in coaching other mom bosses. And get this, she also has another business she runs with her five-year-old daughter called Gwen's Glitz, and they create hair ties. So I love that she's teaching her daughter. You know, I love that. early entrepreneurial ventures as well. So she has graciously decided to take some time out of her busy schedule and out of her business today. She's actually sitting in the car in true moms of business form to talk to us about the trifecta of Facebook. So I know and Melanie knows that Facebook has been a big part of our business strategy and yeah. how we've grown over the past seven, seven eight, eight years. years. So Melanie, I have to ask you before we intro Sarah or before we talk to Sarah, do you still use Facebook? Is it still yeah. a part of your business? I do. I yeah. mean, a big part of what I do is Facebook is Facebook groups. You know, a lot of even the way we do chic in our community and our memberships is done through Facebook. And even though we talk a lot about Instagram, um, we, that still is a big part of where we connect yeah. with people. So absolutely. absolutely. And so do you. Yeah. And I really feel that Facebook just does this amazing job of allowing us to create communities mm -hmm. with people and really get to know people. And they even emphasize it now. If you, if you've learned and kept up a little bit with Facebook and the changes that they made, they wanted to create right. more communities where people are networking and gathering and collecting together where they have similar interests. Yeah. So I, Sarah's going to be talking about that. Yeah. So I'm so excited. I am this. too. And I think the biggest question that our followers have and people in business is how do we use the platform appropriately to connect the right way to turn our followers into customers uh, and how to use it so that we're really maximizing the platform. And so Sarah's going to talk about that today with yeah. us. So we're excited about that. We feel like this is going to bring a lot of value to our audience. So good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Oh, we are good. We are so good. So will you start off by just kind of telling us a little bit, even just a little more about you as a business owner um, and sort of, you know, what is the trifecta that you're going to talk about today? Sure. Absolutely. So as you had mentioned, um, I had become a, a new stay-at-home mom and I was thinking I had finally, you know, gotten everything on my list. I had a husband and my adorable child and I was alone at 2 a.m. awake, breastfeeding, thinking, you know, what's next for me? Like, this is all I've ever wanted, but I wanted a little bit more. As a, as a new mom, you know, we kind of go to Facebook. Like, Facebook was my jam. You know, I know Instagram is out there. I, I dabble in a little hashtagging, you know, <laughs> but really, I enjoy the community factor that Facebook offered. And I think that's also one of its biggest appealing factors. You know, I think it's like 80, you know, almost 80% of Americans are somehow on Facebook checking it once a day. That's like a huge number. So I wanted to be part of that world. And I was really looking to be a part of a community that was maybe going to help me, empower me, make me feel like, oh, I got this. I can do this. You know, I still got it. And there were some communities out there that I found appealing. They all felt a little salesy. I really loved the idea of connecting with other moms and supporting them, but I just didn't want to buy their lipstick. Like, stop selling me your lipstick, right? I don't want it. 
but mm-hmm. I would love to get to know you. And so that was really a catalyst. And I created my own group because I wanted to create my own culture that connected with me and resonated with me. And I knew almost right away that I had really touched on something that a lot of people were craving, craving that sense of community over competition. You know, like we're not going to be salesy. We're just going to be helpful. Like what an idea. And, you know, I knew that I would talk about luxury sales and how to overcome objections and how do you negotiate? And, you know, those are things that I actually feel really comfortable with, but like, oh my gosh, tax code, how scary. And how do I do this LLC thing? Do I really have to have business insurance? Like, wouldn't it be great if I could meet some women that knew those answers, but didn't really know how to negotiate and we could all just figure out the journey together. So it was really an accountability piece. Are you talking? Yes. I think accountability is huge, right? Because we all want to be our own boss, but sometimes, you know, the Netflix show is like really appealing, but it's like a no, no, no. You know, we need to do our income producing activities and talk to some new people and don't just be a scroller. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just be the scroller. You have to be the typer on social media. That's what I tell Mm -hmm. people. No scrolling. Don't be the creeper. Be the commenter. (laughs) So, I love that. Uh, yeah, hashtag that, right? Yeah, so absolutely. I, I really believed in the community and it started to become very clear to me that in order to utilize Facebook, you have to use it in all of its capacity. And that's when Facebook likes you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you start to become favorable in their world of algorithms and that matters. It just does. Organic reach is something like what, like 2%? Yeah. Yeah. It's really low. So if you want more people to see you on Facebook, there's two ways to do it. You can do it really organically, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today and why you need a Facebook business page, personal page and group, or you can do it straight up by paying for it, right? Everything's based on time and money. So do you want to soak some money into some really serious Facebook ads to catapult your business to the next level? Or are you like, oh gosh, you know, I don't really have $3,000 to put into testing all these ad campaigns. I would love to spend, you know, 15 minute pockets of time five times a day and make it happen for myself. So you want to find those pockets of time and really find a way for them to step up your game, getting more friends, getting more people to like you, getting more people to know you and trust you. I suggest everyone has their own personal page, your own personal group that does not have your name or your business in it because people are not joining a group to buy your stuff. Can't stress that enough. They're joining your group to feel part of a community where people feel valued, appreciated, and heard. Because whether you're online or in person and any salesperson knows this, everyone's favorite topic is themselves. And that's not going to change no matter where we meet, if we meet anywhere, right? So a group is creating a platform for people to share. People aren't going to share if they're feeling sold to. So here's an example. Okay, so one of my VIP mobsters has come to me for some advice, and she does Monat, which is the natural hair care products, and she is fantastic at being social. She gets what it means to be social on social media, but she only has a personal page, and she just felt like she was like spinning her wheels and not getting some of the traction. She really wanted to find clients, and I was like, oh, you should start a group. 
She was like, why would I start a group? Like for my VIP clients? I'm like, no, 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 no. Start a group about the things that you love. Create a community that your avatar wants to hang out in. So what's avatar, right? Your avatar is your ideal client. So for Tracy, her ideal client is a mom that has toddlers, that probably is working out. She might have a medical condition that's thinning her hair. So you want to write all those things down. So where do those people hang out? You know, do they hang out in like a fab, fit, fun moms group, right? Do they hang out in a place where it's like a hair, makeup, beauty routines, right? Feeling fabulous moms. So it became clear to her, oh, I see. So I should create a community where my avatar would want to hang out. And it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. You know, someone runs a business where she does home entertainment. So she just started her own group for my advice where it's NJ Free Family Fun. And she's now created this group where people share a great park that they went to, all of this community about things that they do. Now, notice she's not selling herself, but she's naturally gaining awareness. She's getting her brand message across, and she's getting all these people that are now becoming her friend. So there's a few things that you can do to get your group like off and running is to create a couple theme days to allow people to talk about themselves. I really love a theme day. I love a theme in general, actually. And polls. When in doubt, do a poll. Yes. I can't stress that enough. When in doubt, if you're like, oh my goodness, things feel stale, do a poll. Don't even overthink it. Right. Right. I love that. And then if your poll was really successful, here's like a free Facebook tip. Always post something really important after one of your most popular posts. So I do, sometimes I'll do a poll post. There's no shame in my game. I might put on a pretty dress and be like, which shoe do you like best? I'll get like 300 comments. You know, I post an event I'm doing, I might get three comments. So I'm going to be savvy and be like, wow, I am in front of everyone's feed right now from that post that just blew up. I'm going to take advantage of that momentum and be really smart about what I post next because I'm going to pop up, because I want to flip the script on their algorithms. So having a really active group, you're going to be in front of people twice as much. And then by having a page, it really gives you that trifecta. Now, it can be overwhelming. You're like, oh my goodness, how am I supposed to manage a page, a group, and my personal page? And I think you have to do it in pockets. So I believe in posting, you know, once a day on your personal page, And it can be those pillars that you predetermine, you know, do a little bit of homework. Think about those six to eight things that are you, you know, I'm a toddler mom. I like to cook. I post home improvements. I'll often ask about what I should wear. Who doesn't love to post a good selfie? You know, these are all the things that I'll share on my personal page. Then my group, I believe you should post in your group at least once a day. If your group is not getting naturally 10 posts a day. So you're in your group every day until your group is like sailing at least 10 posts a day. Mm -hmm. That's my gauge, personal opinion only. And your business page, that's probably where I post the least amount. I really love the functionality that a business page gives me. Mainly, that's where people can leave you recommendations, which Mm -hmm. is huge. People love, you ever just like get yourself lost on reading what everyone's writing about you? 
also that's what allows you to run ads. And right now, if I want to increase my reach and I want more people to come to an event, because I host a lot of events all across the state, 1000% Facebook ads can be extremely helpful. And the reason I've been able to be successful at Facebook ads is because I'm using the insights that I'm learning from my group. So once you start to have 100 members or more in your group, you learn about them. You learn about where they live. My gosh, you can even learn like what cell phone type they use. It's incredible the insights you can get from Facebook now, especially if you go on your desktop. Cell phone, you don't get nearly as many functions, but you're able to gain those insights. And then also, as I know, as Chick Influencer does, you guys do, you link your business page to your group. Right. So that sometimes you can post in your group as the business page yeah. or you can post in your group as yourself. And there are proper times to do either one. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I want to post as me. Other times for like maybe say a theme day or a poll, that might come from the business because I'm trying to gain business perspective. I love that. When you look at the trifecta, it's really your Facebook personal page. It's maximizing that. It is your Facebook groups and creating an interest group. And then your business page is really where you can almost kind of pull all three together and kind of step things up in more of a business mindset. That's really where you look at like expansion and getting outside of your warm market and and the advertisements. That's really the main reason, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because just as in any point, you know, people interact with people that they'd like, know, and trust, like I alluded to. So allow people on your personal page to get to like you. Mm -hmm. And people in my group, they know me. They know me different. And Mm -hmm. when you go to your business page, you're like, oh, okay, she seems legit. I can maybe trust these people. I'm going to learn a little bit more. Now I will tell you what sets me apart 1000% is I make time to reach out to everyone personally. So in those beginning stages, like day one through a hundred, I personally messaged every single person that joined my group. Wow. So this is when the people request in. And so I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Yeah, sure. If I were to find your Facebook group and I was to request to join, do you have like a series of questions that you ask sure. to let me in? Yes. So. Don't you love that? That now mm-hmm. Facebook lets you ask those three questions. Yeah. This is a great time to gather information. Information is power. You know, we, we are at that point where information is power. So yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I collect email. This is where I will collect their name, where they live, and what type of business they do so that I know that I'm having the pulse on who's joining, mm-hmm. a little bit more interest into my demographic and my avatar. And it also lets them know kind of what to expect. Like I let them know, hey, you're about to groom this group. We're all about this. You know, do you agree? Then once they join, they go into a pending until I welcome people. So mm-hmm. I believe in welcoming people. Isn't it nice when you join a new group and they do that little welcome post and it's like, oh, how nice. They, they really wanted me to be a part of their group. It feels nice. It sets the tone and it helps people know that you have a culture, that this is like a real thing. So let me ask you then, do you on your Facebook personal and on your Facebook business market your Facebook group or do you market the services that you provide or both? That's a really good question. I would say, yes, I market the group more on my business page in obvious, clear ways. I might market my group on my personal page, but in a subtle way. 
like, oh my God, I want to be in that selfie of 20 women that look like they're having so much fun. So it might be a little bit more different. So on my personal page, it might be more obvious with a link to my group with a graphic maybe of some women where on my personal page, it would be probably less subtle. Oh my God, I had so much fun at my, and I'll tag moms of business at my moms of business night out, you know, love my mobsters, hashtag be connected. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Gotcha. And then it'll, then you'll wait for that comment and it will come. The comment will come. Oh my God, where is this? What are you all doing? So from what I understand is this sort of works as a funnel. So you have your Facebook personal and your Facebook business page and they funnel people into your free fun community. It sounds like. And then within your free fun community, is that where you market the product or the service that you provide? Yes. And I do it in the way where I follow my own guidelines. So I don't self-promote every day. Who likes to do that? Nobody. Nobody. Mm -hmm. So I do it in ways where I follow my theme days. So some of my theme days are like a sell it Saturday or a marketing Monday. And I'll let people know what's up. And I share what's coming up in a subtle way. But I will tell you where I get 1,000% the best conversion is messenger. So that funnel that I have, like as you referred to my group, so I'm going to get the best conversion by messaging those people that I've now created a relationship with. So Facebook did the handshake. The rest mm-hmm. is up to me. I love that. Yes. Yeah. But and that's- and if you expect Facebook to take the money out of their pocket, listen, it can be done. I get it. I do it. I get You know, I'm sure you get someone that signed up for your group. You're like, oh my God, I've never heard of them. And they signed up. Yay. You know, that happens. But that's the rarity. The larger percent of the people that join my community have met me. I've made it a point to meet them. You You know, know, I just had a meeting. It's funny because actually, as you were saying this, I remembered. So I joined Melanie over 70 years ago as a network marketer. And I remember watching her for a long time as she was building trust. But when I joined, I really didn't even understand what I was joining. I just trusted her. When I joined her, Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I had to purchase. I had no idea how it all worked. (laughs) I just saw what she was doing and it looked like she was enjoying it and she was making an income and I really needed to get the groceries paid for. So for me, looking back, that trust is huge. And all that time I was sort of watching her and seeing what she was doing. She was building trust and establishing that with me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't that type of person who just signed up right away. I needed to feel like I knew her Mm -hmm. to gain that. And I did that at the time. There wasn't a business page. I don't even know. No. No one really had business pages then. So it was really just her personal page. I wasn't in a community at that time, but she was using her personal page to really build that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you used to be able to. I mean, now, like, they're cutting down on even those before and after pictures. Right. They have, they got some rules. You know, organic reach has been steadily decreasing since 2014 on purpose. Yeah. They want you to pay for it. So succumb to it. It's, it can be beneficial. I will tell you, I throw a few events a couple times each month across the state and I get new people there every time with my Facebook ads. And one of the reasons I'm extremely successful with Facebook ads is because I have completely understand now my avatar. I know who my target audience is because one, I have a Facebook pixel. If you don't know what that is, Google it. 
figure it out. It's super easy. If I did it, you can do it. And start your group and start learning about your avatar. Because sometimes you think your avatar is one or ABC and it's like JKL. Right. (laughs) It is the truth. And, you know, I think that's another thing too, is people also, like you can't put the cart before the horse. Like you have to know your avatar before you can run the ads. You have to establish your, your brand and who you want to work with first, because if you just say, well, I need to find the right people. So I'm going to run an ad. That's not going to help. You're not going to get there. You have to, you've like got to do that almost like a market research to find the right people and then show up. Too. So a lot of times people will say, I just need to run an ad and I can get people. I just need to target the right person. But I think about when I look at an ad, I go to the site or I go to their page and I actually check them out and I want to see that they are really backing with truth what they say they're going to do in the ad. So there is that piece of showing up because people want to see, they want to see that you're the real deal. And let's be honest, sometimes finding the real deal is hard. Yeah, It's really hard and it's really noisy on social media. So we want to get clear on who we're speaking to. I love that, Sarah. I think that's so wonderful. Yeah. And And I feel like with you, Sarah, it sounds like people can, they can really come in. They can maybe find you from an ad. They can find your personal page. They can request to join your community. They can really check you out and they can feel like they know you before they ever walk through the doors of a live event. And we can't forget that connection piece. So, you know, I know we all just use social media and we don't have these conversations, but people still crave connection and, and that's what you're creating, whether it's virtual or in person, you're giving people a place to connect, to trust with you, and then they want to join the product or service you have to offer. Absolutely. I think that's exactly what I'm about. And I, and I invite people to, and I, and I, you know, as I, just as I did, I did my homework and learned more about you guys and you probably did the same to me. And I hope Mm -hmm. it was obvious that when you looked on my personal page, what I did and who I'm passionate about and what Mm -hmm. matters to me, you know, make it, if I have to scroll through beyond your cover page and those little, little photos that you have of yourself. And I still don't know what you do and what you're passionate about. That's a redo. Like you need to redo, you know, cause you need to make it obvious so that people know, Oh, she's all about this. And then when they go to their, my business page, I'm linked there. My group is linked there. It's all obvious. How many times have you clicked on a page? It didn't load in two seconds. So you clicked off of it, right? Mm-hmm. This is the age of like instant, obvious, simple, memorable, like you need to check all those marks. Right. So people that are listening right now, you know, there are a lot of people that are just getting started in business. And so maybe listening to this trifecta may overwhelm them a little bit with like, where do I start? What do I do? So could we kind of walk people through, okay, if I were starting my business over, what, you know, Sarah, what would you, what would you do? How would you instruct somebody to get started with this? So the most important thing you can do to set yourself up for success when you're beginning is build your foundation. So sit down and do your homework. This is what it is. Write this down, right? Mm -hmm. Mission. Give me a one sentence. This is my mission. One sentence. This is my vision, my why. So my what, my why, your values, what do you stand for? And 30 keywords that speak to your business. Love that. Okay, and it has to be at least 30. If you can't come up with 30, you're not passionate about what you're doing. Love it. So now from those 30 words, 
start, have a glass of wine, and then look at those 30 words again and start putting them together to come up with the name of your group. Love that. Okay. The group is not Nails by Melanie. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, your name is not allowed to be in the group. Like, keep the group about a community, a club. Think of it as a club. Just start with that, okay? And get yourself going so that you have a couple days of content for your group. So your group, you want to maybe just come up with three theme days to start to give yourself some content. And you want to post at least once a day on your personal page and once a day in your group. And then if you're just starting, let's go easy peasy and do once a week in your business page just to start because progress over perfection. You'll get it, but you have to start. I love that. Yeah. I love love that that. too. I love that too. So, and then should people promote joining their group on their personal page? How would you suggest getting people into there? I think you can do that once a week, but what I would do is be sending that on a personal message. It's a personal message and it's not a, Hey girl. It's a real message, right? None of that. It's right. a real message. And if you come with a generous heart and you provide value, every person you message on the messenger is going to join. You yeah. know, that Facebook post, listen, I get it. I get it. But again, I don't just rely on the algorithms. Be a real friend. Long-term success comes from long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to like reach out to people and care. Yes. Because social posts are nice. Posts are nice. I boost posts. But when someone likes an ad and they say they're interested in an event, you better believe they're getting a personal message from me. I'm so glad that you were interested. I hope I get the honor to meet you. Please look for me. You know, that stuff matters. And people... Most people are shy and that's why they're so social on social media and they so want to meet new people and they so want to like slay it in life and in business. But you got to try new stuff if you want new things to happen in your life. So don't be scared of the new group. Don't be scared of a business page. Be a part of a community that has your back. Absolutely. jump. Just jump. Yeah. And you have to try it. You have to be willing to give it a try. And, but I think it's good. And I... Like always think back to when I first started my business, I, I always, and I use this now when I'm talking to people, I'm like, my job was to be a professional friend maker. I had 75 friends on Facebook and every day I was like, how can I connect with more people that were like me? And we were having this discussion earlier today. I was like, I don't go on Facebook and just post a post. I think about how can I serve my audience so that they want to come back because they like what I put out there. They like the content that I have to offer. So, you know, this all just affirms everything that we talk about about exactly what you're saying, but I just, I love the idea of a Facebook group. And I'll be honest with you, that's not something that I do. I don't have a Facebook group that's a community right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you said one thing that's really important and I, and I want to just touch on that really quickly. I spend a lot of time. If you look on my, and I do monitor, by the way, my screen time, how many hours I'm on Facebook, how many hours I'm on messenger. I am always on messenger for more times than I am on Facebook. And I only look at my feed twice a day, 6.30 AM, because that's my peak time and 9 PM, because that's my peak time. I've learned that from my group during the day. I only work my notifications. Yeah, that's really great. So now I have notifications turned on where it matters. 
my groups, the group that I strive to be, the group that has like 32,000 people that I want to be, you best believe I have those notifications turned on. And I have my direct competition. The people that are my competition, I work those groups every day. So don't get lost in your scroll because you could just waste 20 minutes. You're like, oh my God, I've done nothing. Be strategic about it. Because sometimes my husband will be like, oh, did you see my post? I'm like, no. He's like, aren't you on Facebook all day? I'm like, yes, but strategically. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So true. It is. It is. And we always apologize to each other. We're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't see your post, but it's like, we get in, we have a purpose, we do our job and we get out, you know? And, And so we use it for what it's meant for, you know? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm right there with you and I couldn't agree more. So Sarah, we thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us and help everyone on this podcast just really make chic happen. But more importantly, how can our listeners, yeah. how can they get to know you? Sure. Absolutely. So please find me. I am searchable in every capacity on Facebook, Sarah Williams. Mm -hmm. I do keep my information public because I like to be social. You can also find me on Instagram at moms of business. You can also go to momsofbusiness.com. And I hope that you will explore. We are a community of mom entrepreneurs. So we are all moms or stepmoms and we are all mother hustlers that believe in the power of making S-H-I-T happen all day, every day. I love that. I love that. So we'll put, we will actually put all of that information in the show notes. So if you are listening and and you want to find Sarah, just know that you can go to the Make Chic Happen podcast and even to our website, chicinfluencer.com and find all of that info to connect with Sarah. Your tips were super practical, very easy. You don't have to have a background in social media marketing to implement anything that we talked Mm -hmm. about today, which is really powerful. And and as part of our mission is really helping women bridge the gap, you know, where they are in business and where they want to be. So we hope that you will go out and you will create your own community, your own trifecta, and feel free to tag, you know, Chic Influencer, tag Sarah, and let us know what your biggest takeaways were from today's podcast and what you've gone out there and implemented. Because we want to make sure that the content we create serves you in the best way possible. So Sarah, thanks so much for being here today and taking time away from, from your busy schedule and we hope to see you guys back here next week on the Make She Happen podcast. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Chic Happen podcast. I am actually sitting here with Melanie right now, and it came to our attention that we have not shared enough about the awesome resources and trainings that we offer through the Chic community. Yes. I love the community. It's what we launched in January, and it's a great place for us to give training every single week, resources, and all things related to growing your social media, your following, to managing your time, to setting goals, creating email lists. Oh my gosh, like it's endless the amount of content that we are pouring into this community. Yeah, I was just going to let you flow with that. But if you want more information about the Chic community, go over to chicinfluencer.com Click on Join Community and just learn more about what we offer and how we can help you make Chic happen. Thank you for listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta. If you loved our podcast, be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.